This is an Eye on Annapolis special update. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome you to the United States Naval Academy, Annapolis, Maryland, and to the commissioning ceremony of USS Sioux City. I am Commander Chavius Lewis, the ship's executive officer. On behalf of the crew, I would like to extend our sincere thanks for joining us here today. Before our ceremony begins, I would ask you to please silence your cell phones for the duration of the ceremony. Thank you. We're here today to celebrate the commissioning of the first ship to bear the name of Iowa's fourth largest city. The ship before you is the sixth Freedom Variant Littoral Combat Ship and was christened and launched on January 30th, 2016 at Marinette Marine Corporation in Marinette, Wisconsin. Today she is complete and we're proud to serve in the newest warship in the United States Navy. The ship's crews are honored to carry Sioux City's proud name as we defend the American way of life whenever and wherever we may be called. Our ceremony today is a time-honored tradition which began with the commissioning of our first ship, a captured British schooner, the Margareta, in 1775. Since then, Thousands of ships have undergone the transformation from silent hulls to fully alive warships. Our commissioning crew, hereafter known as plank owners, are in formation among you and ready. In just a few moments, the United States Naval Academy Band and the saluting battery will render honors to the Honorable Joni Ernst, United States Senator, State of Iowa. Will the guests please rise and remain standing for the arrival of our official party, honors, presentation of colors, our national anthem, and the invocation. Ladies and gentlemen, our platform guests. Commander Kevin O'Brien, United States Navy, Commanding Officer, USS Sioux City Gold. Captain Luther Alexander, Chaplain Corps, United States Navy, retired. Captain Sean Johnston, United States Navy, Commander, Latour Combat Ship Squadron 2. Captain Joseph Toot, United States Navy, Supervisor, Shipbuilding Bath. Captain Michael Taylor, United States Navy, Program Manager, Latour Combat Ships. Mr. Chris McGowan, Chairman, United USS Sioux City Commissioning Committee. Sioux City. Realmo Frank Thorpe, United States Navy, retired chairman, USS Sioux City Commissioning Committee, Annapolis. Ms. Jan Allman, President, Finkenty Area Marine Group. Ms. Stephanie Hill, Deputy Executive Vice President, Lockheed Martin, Small Combatants and Ship Systems. Realma Jesse Wilson, United States Navy, Commander, Navy Surface Forces Atlantic. Realma John Nagley, United States Navy,
Program Executive Officer, Unmanned and Small Combatants. The Honorable Dan Moore, Mayor Pro Tem, City of Sioux City, Iowa. The Honorable Gavin Buckley, Mayor, City of Annapolis, Maryland. Vice Admiral Walter Carter, Jr., United States Navy, the 62nd Superintendent of the United States Naval Academy. The Honorable Thomas Motley, Undersecretary of the Navy. Admiral John Richardson, United States Navy, the 31st Chief of Naval Operations. Ladies and gentlemen, our ship sponsor, Ms. Mary Winifield, escorted today by Master Chief Jason Stevenor, United States Navy, Sioux City's Command Master Chief. Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Joni Ernst, United States Senator, Iowa, escorted today by our commanding officer, Commander James Malone, United States Navy. Ladies and gentlemen, honors platform hand salute. Advance the colors. Platform hand salute.
were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star spangled Tie the colors. Platform ready to. We'd like to thank the United States Naval Academy Band and the Saluting Battery, United States Navy Ceremonial Guard, Battalion Color Guard, and Mr. Kevin Keene for their support today. Ladies and gentlemen, Chaplain Alexander will deliver the invocation. I invite you to join me in prayer. Let us pray. Eternal Father, strong to save, we are grateful for this glorious day and for this historic waypoint for the community of Sioux City, Iowa and its environs, the institution of the U.S. Naval Academy and our nation's sea services. From the laying of its keel through its launching, christening, and today its commissioning. We thank you for all whose hands, hearts, and minds have carried us to this place. Bless us in these moments with the kind remembrance of those whose sacrifices have secured the freedoms we enjoy as Americans. Inspire us with the commitment of those who have pledged both limb and life in the service of our nation particularly the officers and crew of the newest ship of the line, USS Sioux City. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Incline your ear to us and grant us your peace, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Charlie Alexander. Will the guests please be seated? Ship's Company, parade, rest. Ladies and gentlemen, Vice Admiral Walter Carter, Jr. Well, wow, welcome to the United States Naval Academy. <laughs> Senator Ernst, Secretary Modley, CNO Admiral Richardson, Mrs. Winnefeld, ship sponsor, admirals, generals, citizens of Annapolis, to our friends and supporters of the United States Naval Academy, our alumni, and the over 500 strong citizens of Sioux City, a special welcome. And to the real heroes, the real stars of the day today, the crew led by Commander Randy Malone, the commanding officer of the USS Sioux City, and the crew of the Sioux City, as a superintendent here at the Naval Academy, I wish you a special, special welcome. Let's give them a huge round of applause. 
What a sight it is to see 6,000 people to bear witness to a historic event, a historic event on many, many levels. Not only will we see the first ship to ever be named USS Sioux City, we are bearing witness to the first ship of the line to ever be commissioned here at the United States Naval Academy. 173-year history here at Annapolis. We have commissioned a ship before, the USS Cyclone PC-1 on 7 August 1993. But this is the first warship to ever be commissioned here. And I have to tell you, to be here on Wednesday, a cloudy day, to see a 380-foot long warship come up the Severn River as our 100-foot long YPs were coming across the river, it was quite a sight. Those YPs scattered very quickly. <laughs> now this does not look like the normal sight line here on the Severn River. To see a ship of this size with a distance from the waterline to the keel of 13 feet and a water level of only 20 feet, it's a remarkable, remarkable statement that the crew brought this ship here to be commissioned. And we should also be wary of the fact that the very field that you're sitting on right now was once water. In 1958, this was Dewey Basin, now Dewey Field. And as that has gone through transformation, we're witnessing today, with the commissioning of this warship, a transformation for our Navy. So I want to wish all of you a great day. I want to say welcome again. God bless the crew of USS Sioux City. God bless our Navy. And go Navy! Thank you, Vice Admiral Carter. Ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Stephanie Hill. Good morning, distinguished guests, Navy personnel, patriots, ladies and gentlemen. This is a perfect day to commission our nation's newest warship. It's especially wonderful to be on the hallowed grounds of the U.S. Naval Academy. This is a truly memorable experience. It is a distinct honor to stand before you today representing the Lockheed Martin-led team that built this magnificent and unique littoral combat ship. I can assure you that the soon-to-be United States ship Sioux City will dutifully serve its crew. And congratulations to ship sponsor Mary Winnefeld, the Sioux City Commissioning Committee, and to all of the volunteers who made this special day possible. Today is a very special day for all of us, and I know it is most especially for Commander Malone, who will guide Sioux City and the Navy sailors who will serve aboard to ensure the safety and freedom of the U.S. and our allies. Our world and global security environment is more complex and challenging than ever, and the demand to meet those challenges are incredible, making the demand for speed, agility, and flexibility more important than ever. All of those things are just a part of what makes the LCS such a capable and formidable ship. We know there are many steps required to bring a ship to life. And more than that, we know that none of it happens without teamwork and a strong partnership between our industry team and the U.S. Navy. Partnership that at its core is built on integrity, honesty, performance, and trust. To stand alongside such a capable ship is humbling. 
It can go places no warship has ever gone, like here at the Naval Academy. So while I am humbled by this great ship, today, less than one week after our nation has honored those who have served in the United States Armed Forces, I am deeply humbled by the crew, the women and men with extraordinary skill and courage who will sail the USS Sioux City. What the captain and his crew provide the nation extends beyond patriotism. It is a calling to do something beyond oneself, which the Navy has done for 243 years with selflessness and a sense of unwavering duty to nation. Latrol Combat, Combat Ship 11 is the first ship to bear the name Sioux City. Iowa's state motto is, our liberties we prize and our rights we will maintain. That is precisely what this beautiful ship is all about. Sioux City's history is made up of people with entrepreneurial spirits that carved out a city and a culture for generations with relentless grit and tenacity, forging a new frontier. And they did it all with a humble, hardworking mindset. Those are the same qualities I see day in and day out from our shipbuilding team and from the sailors who serve in our Navy. Commander Malone and the crew of USS Sioux City, on behalf of the Navy industry team, we are genuinely honored to play a role in supporting your critical missions. We wish the ship and the crew fair winds and following seas tomorrow and for every day of its service. Thank you, and may God bless you, all of you who serve in USS Sioux City, as you get underway in defense of our great nation. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Hill. Ladies and gentlemen, Rear Admiral John Nagley. Well, good morning. Mr. Winnefield, Senator Ernst, Admiral Richardson, Mayor Buckley, Secretary Modley, Secretary Harker, Vice Admiral Carter, Mayor Scott, distinguished guests and honored guests and the friends of LCS, it's great to see you here in Annapolis. What a great Navy day. I could not envision a more meaningful or historical place to commission a U.S. warship. Moored here along the banks of the Severn River in the shadow of the Naval Academy, USS Sioux City, LCS 11, will be the first ship named after that great city in Ohio. Although these two cities, Sioux City and Annapolis, are 1,200 miles apart, they share a common bond, a bond of patriotism and love of our country. And this bond between these two great cities is further codified in the motto, ship's motto, forging new frontiers. That motto not only represents the pioneering spirit of the namesake city, but also the innovative ways this ship was built and the way this ship will operate. Shipbuilding has always been in our nation DNA. From the first six frigates to this magnificent ship, USS Sioux City, our nation's history and our nation's very freedom has been inextricably intertwined with our Navy and our ships. And this ship, USS Sioux City, represents the very best in American shipbuilding. An innovative design forged with tenacity, hard work, and perseverance of an incredible shipbuilding team in Marinette, Wisconsin. Built with high-strength steel, open modular architecture to rapidly change missions, sophisticated water jets to go 40 knots, to operate shallow draft, to operate in parts of the world's oceans that before we were unable to do. She is a lethal ship. 
Sioux City will operate forward in congested littorals, engaging with our partners across the world, exercising critical sea control missions across the globe, and forging new frontiers. And if called upon, she'll be ready to fight and win. So Commander Malone, as you sail into this ship in a few days, remember you will always sail with the dedicated men and women who tirelessly built this ship. Their pride, professionalism, and sacrifice is in every stringer, weld, and steel plate. To quote John Paul Jones, I wish to have no connection with any ship that does not sail fast, for I intend to go into harm's way. Commander Lone, the shipbuilding team has delivered you just that. Thank you. God bless you, city. God bless America, her leaders, and her crew. Thank you, Rear Admiral Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Gavin Buckley. How you all doing? What a great day for Annapolis. What a great day for Sioux City, our brother from another mother now. We're connected. Um, I'd like to say, thank Admiral Richardson, Superintendent, uh, Vice Admiral Carter, distinguished guests, flag officers, general officers, crew, family members, and guests of the U.S. Sioux City. I heard today that your nickname is Siouxlanders, and so anyone from Sioux City that's around town, people are going to want to get their photos taken with you, so if you could give it your best blue steel, that would be great. Um, <laughs> I'd also like to especially thank the mayor of Sioux City, Bob Scott, who can't be here today. Our thoughts are with, it, with him. He must have partied too hard last night. Um, <laughs> so uh, Mayor Pro Tem Moore is standing in for him, and I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing from him. But our thoughts are with him and his family. Uh, we, we wish the guests of Sioux City in Iowa, uh, we thank them for being here for this commissioning. Our cities are forever partners in the future of the beautiful ship behind us. The city is honoured and the United States Senate, the city's honored the United States Select Navy selected Annapolis to commission this ship. The United States Naval Academy is not just the best military academy in the world, it is one of the most cherished things we love about Annapolis. As you can tell from my accent, I'm not from this place. It's a little bit south of here. As a young man growing up in Perth, I had very different opinions about the Navy. Uh, naval ships would come to Perth, to Fremantle, my town, and um, for some reason the girls all like those guys more than the local guys. I don't know how bad the men in Australia could be, but girls would write their phone numbers on tennis balls and throw them up at the ship. So, so uh, I'm here for a little payback. <laughs> Again... <laughs> I thank you. It's a great honor to speak here today. The city of Annapolis wishes the men and women from across our nation that will serve aboard the USS Sioux City safe journeys, and we extend our gratitude for protecting our shores and assets abroad. And bravo Zulu to the crew that constructed this ship. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mayor Buckley. Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Dan Moore. Good morning. 
Sioux City loves the United States Navy. <laughs> and the United States Navy loves Sioux City. As we gather here at this historic moment, this historic time, I realize and I appreciate that it's about the people. And it's about the relationships of the people. And there hasn't been anything stronger and more vibrant than the relationship we've established with the United States Navy and the city of Annapolis. Sioux City absolutely loves it. On behalf of Mayor Bob Scott, Council Members Rhonda Capron, and Pete Gretkin and Alex Waters, we are honored to be participating in this historic moment today with all of you. You know, it's seldom that you have a gathering called together that you could ever, ever repeat in life. And we're having that today. So I hope everyone can take it in. That's what we do in Sioux City when we celebrate something good that happens. And this is more than good. This is great. This is historic. And it's something that will live. The relationships with the people will live and live and live for many, many decades to come. I want to thank some people, if I may. I want to thank our financial sponsors. I want to thank the food donors for the taste of Sioux City which you will all be enjoying later today. I want to thank our citizens, many of our citizens, great people of Sioux City that are here with us today. I want to thank the local media who have done, and I always put ter th things in terms of grades, our media has done an A-plus job delivering the message back to the people of Sioux City, Iowa. I want to thank Mary Winnefeld, I want to thank Admiral Frank Thorpe and Commanders Randy Malloy and uh, Kevin O'Brien. Together we have made, and it's teamwork, believe me, it's teamwork, together we have made today what it is. So thank you, thank you, thank you on behalf of the City Council, on behalf of our great citizens of Sioux City, Iowa, thank you and enjoy this historic moment. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Moore. Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Thomas Motley. Thanks, XO. Senator Ernst, Admiral Richardson, Mrs. Winnefeld. I want to say a word about Mayor Scott because he's not here, but thank you, uh, Mayor Pro Tem, Don Moore. But I met Mayor Scott yesterday. And he's been involved with this process from beginning to end, which is rare for a politically elected leader to have that type of uh, tenure to be through this process. And so it's, it saddens me a little bit that he's not here today, but uh, it's for a good reason. He's not feeling well. So um, he's here in spirit, and I know that his uh, political leadership in Sioux City really helped make this possible. Uh, Mayor Buckley. Thank you for being here. Um, if anyone has a tennis ball with a phone number on it, could you please just give it to him before the ceremony's over? Uh, Vice Admiral Carter, uh, Rear Admiral Thorpe, Siouxland Chamber of Commerce, 
President Chris McGowan, Commander Malone, and Commander O'Brien, who will lead these officers and crew of the soon-to-be-commissioned United States ship Sioux City. The great citizens of Sioux City and the broader Sioux land region, as well as our Annapolis hosts, distinguished guests, families, and friends, good morning. I echo the mayor's greetings and Vice Admiral Carter's greetings to Annapolis. It's my hometown as well. On behalf of the 76th Secretary of our Navy, Richard V. Spencer, I'm privileged to welcome you to this historic event, the commissioning of a major warship in the United States Naval Academy. This beautiful piece of American history, known as the Yard, is where naval service began for me and for so many others of us who are here today. It is a perfect setting to renew the cycle of service once more, when soon a new, courageous, ready and able crew will sally forth to all corners of the world from here, defending our nation from those who would threaten us and deterring all others from even thinking about it. This bold new crew will ensure freedom of navigation and freedom of trade for our citizenry and offer ready partnership for all who believe in their hearts as we have since the American Revolution that individual liberty is at the core of human progress and prosperity and that it must be protected by people who are willing to fight for it. This ship and this crew will go from this place, just as so many of us have, to serve the nation in places far, far away from here. During that process, they will build relationships with partners and allies who have a common goal in mind, peace. As I look back on my own career, I can anticipate that journey for Sioux City and its crew and I'm, I'm really excited by it because you never know where those relationships are going to lead in the end. In my own case, through the Navy, I have connected with and developed friendships with sailors from countries all over the world. It is one of the great satisfactions of service in the United States Navy because we go everywhere. And today it is brought to light in a particularly personal way for me as one of my flight school classmates from Pensacola, a former helicopter pilot like me, and a former Italian naval officer by the name of Dario Deste is the president and CEO of Fincantieri USA, which is the partner and shipbuilder who partnered with Lockheed Martin to build this ship. Who I know I, he, uh, Dario wishes he could be here today to be and share in this event uh, with the pride of his entire company. As you all know, the great woman of Fincantieri in Wisconsin built this ship, and they delivered it. Serving together as we commission her into service is a scenario that neither Dario nor I would have likely imagined in 1984 in Pensacola. But it is a vivid example of how service binds us together across national boundaries and how it must continue to do so to maintain mutual commitments to peace and security around the world. It is truly a great day to be an American and a great day to celebrate a great American hometown while being hosted by another one. To the many Siouxlanders who have traveled from the Midwest, over 500 of you, I've been told, thank you so much for being here and for representing your city and your love and pride for this new ship and its crew. With the help of Rear Admiral Thorpe, a native of the city of Annapolis, and the sponsoring spirit of Mary Winifield, a true servant leader who has led our joint forces and families for decades along with her husband, Sandy, the people of Sioux City have made this commissioning event a model of how to do things right. As some of you may know, I recently had the honor of announcing that one of our future LCS ships would be named for my own hometown, which is Cleveland, Ohio. 
And I know that Sandy Winnefeld was, one, was once the commanding officer of the last USS Cleveland. Another personal reminder of the many deep connections that reach across the years throughout the Navy. In fact, there's a small delegation here from Cleveland this weekend because they wanted to be here to see how to commission a ship with all the class and dignity that it deserves and all the fun as well. Sioux City has truly stepped up as a community and have demonstrated what it means to be proud parents of this ship. Just like today, the people of Siouxland have come together on countless occasions in times of plenty as their indomitable role as one of the nation's leading providers of beef and pork, feeding Americans and people all across the world. They also led the way in coming together in times of tragedy, as in the horrible crash landing of Flight 232 in July of 1989, when Sioux Cityans showed the world how their expert care and compassion saved 185 people from an aircraft that had lost primary, secondary, and tertiary means of flight control. This was a time, there's a timeless picture in Dahlgren Hall, which many of you can see today. It was published in just about every national newspaper the day after the crash. And in that famous photo, Iowa Air National Guard A-7 pilot Denny Nielsen is carrying a child out of the wreckage. When asked about it, he spoke for all Siouxland when he said, God save this child. I just carried him. Just like that day in 1989, when we launched this ship into the deeper blue waters of the Chesapeake and farther beyond, her crew will always know who is carrying them, who is with them every nautical mile and to every corner of the ocean, whether in peace or war. Finally, let me say something I personally know about the people of Iowa and why they are such a fitting citizenry to have their name carried by this ship. In 1950, my mother and grandfather escaped war-ravaged Eastern Europe for the promise of a new life in the United States. They waited for sponsorship for several years, and when it finally came, it came from a Lutheran church, but more importantly, a family in the great state of Iowa, in a small city called Waverly, about 200 miles east of Sioux City. They came here with essentially nothing, but were embraced by many Iowans who gave them the respect and dignity and helped them earn their citizenship. But more importantly, it helped them earn a future for themselves and ultimately a future for me and my own family. I am forever indebted to the Iowans for this act of selfless service to others. Just as Iowans reached across the vast ocean back then to embrace refugees from World War II like my mother, the USS Sioux City will carry the spirit of Siouxland and of Iowa far beyond the banks of this river to people all over the world. In her, they will see the strength and goodwill of this nation. They will see what we see embodied every day in the warm and welcoming and gracious spirit of Iowans, a spirit that opens its arms for my mother and inspires the rest of us to serve others and to serve causes greater than ourselves. Thank you for being here today. May God bless the people of Sioux City, Iowa, and the magnificent crew that will breathe life into this ship. We all know that this crew and this city and these citizens will never, ever give up the ship. May God continue to bless the United States Navy, the sailors and Marines who go into harm's way every day to keep us safe and free. Go Navy, go Sioux City, and of course, as always, beat Army. Thank you.
Thank you, Secretary Motley. Ladies and gentlemen, Admiral John Richardson. Morning, everybody. This is a great day. This is a celebration. And uh, I, keep, I just want to add my welcome to so many of you, uh, our flag, fellow flag officers. But mostly I want to recognize the folks from Sioux City who came so far, 1,200 miles. But you're the quietest group I've ever heard of. Are you out there, citizens of Sioux City? All right, good. Thank you. My goodness. I was beginning to wonder. All right. And then... I'd like everybody, in the spirit of celebration and in the interest of generating some body heat, to uh, give a great round of applause for the crew of the Sioux City who's been standing out there looking great. Let's hear it. Now we're talking. There we go. Up on your feet. Nice standing ovation. Team, you guys look absolutely fantastic. And uh, your uh, mission to get up here safely and moor along the Severn here at the Naval Academy, well executed. Uh, while we're in the mood of recognizing and celebrating, I also want to take some time to especially recognize our fair sponsor of the Sioux City, Mary Winnefeld. There is nobody who knows a crew and sailors and what you go through more than Mary Winnefeld, she is absolute picture of grace. You are the luckiest crew in the United States Navy to have Mary Winnefeld as your sponsor. But I will tell you that underneath that graceful and friendly exterior, she is as tough as titanium and will take you all the way, right? All right. <laughs> yes. Okay, listen, I want to tell you that if, you're any, if you have anything to do with the Navy at all, right, if you fancy yourself a uh, naval professional, uh, if you dabble in the Navy, a naval historian, uh, this is the place you want to be this morning. You want to be here on the banks of the Severn at the United States Naval Academy to mark the addition, the commissioning of another warship, a ship of the line, into the United States Navy. And I make that uh, claim, and I just want to provide a little bit of evidence to support it. First of all, here we are at the United States Naval Academy. It's a place of beginnings, right? The Naval Academy marks the beginning of so many naval careers, as, uh, as you've said. You know, and, and uh, this place breeds toughness, right? That's what the Naval Academy does. It takes many women from around the United States and breeds toughness. I will tell you what, uh, it, you know, the, the people of Iowa and Sioux City are tough. One graduate, Lieutenant William Rourke, is particularly worth noting today. Born in Sioux City, Lieutenant Rourke graduated from this institution, the Naval Academy, in 1956. And flying off the USS Coral Sea, he was killed in action when his plane was shot down off the North Vietnamese coastline in April 7, 1965, a mission for which Lieutenant Rourke was awarded the Distinguished Flying Cross. He epitomizes the toughness of both the Naval Academy and the people of Sioux Cities and all Iowans. And uh, we recognize that by naming another warship, a Knox-class frigate, after Lieutenant Rourke. Now, while this is the first 
ship to bear the name Sioux City, our Navy, our naval register, our warships have been filled with connections to the great state of Iowa. We had two battleships named after the state of Iowa. The amphibious transport dock USS Dubuque. Three heavy cruisers have been named the USS Des Moines. And, in, uh, and there were 175 World War II Fletcher-class destroyers named for the Medal of Honor recipient and Iowa native Admiral Frank Fletcher. So there is a deep tie between Iowa and the United States Navy. All right? And I'll tell you what. The tie goes beyond just ship naming. As you've heard, Iowa is a tremendously prosperous state. As recently as last year, the state of Iowa exported $11 billion in agricultural products, the second largest of any U.S. state, and $13.5 billion of manufactured goods to the world. This is an increase in productivity of about 40% just since 2007. This increase in productivity was fueled by the ability to safely and securely and reliably ship those goods over sea lines of communication to markets around the world. Iowans and all Americans depend on the security and the system of rules and order that promotes that free flow of goods across the world's oceans so that all people can prosper. That is why your Navy is operating around the world, around the clock. Iowa and the Navy are bound together in this endeavor, and the Sioux City will be out there. The USS Sioux City will be out there providing the security and the order that leads to prosperity. Now, I'll tell you what. I said this is a celebration, and that's true for everybody here, but not everybody around the world is celebrating today. Those who would threaten that free flow of goods, those who would threaten our interests, today is not a day of celebration. Today, in fact, is a day that has kept them up at night, kept them up plaguing their dreams, haunting them, because they know that soon the USS Sioux City will be out there on patrol. The fourth of four ships in the East Coast Surface Warfare Division, our most effective fleet asset to counter the asymmetric small craft threats. And we've made these ships more lethal and survivable, steadily improving them. We're investing in over-the-horizon missile capabilities, outfitting them with advanced sensors, placing the combination of manned and unmanned vehicles on board to support a wide range of missions well into our future. This ship and the ships like her are going to complicate any adversary's operating picture, and you're going to need to keep track of Sioux City when she's at sea, because if you don't, she will make you pay for that, all right? This is going to be a capable and lethal and tough ship. So I hope I've made the case to you now that if you're an, an advocate of the Navy, if you're an advocate of the state of Iowa, indeed, if you are an American, there is no better place to be here than right here on the Severn in this chilly, but you guys are tough, right? You can handle this tough, chilly day. All right, so this, com this, this thread of toughness that binds the people of Iowa 
the Siouxlanders and the crew of this ship, it binds us together today. All right? And it gives me great pleasure to introduce another Iowan with both a deep connection to the state and to public service, and I will tell you, one tough leader, the Honorable Senator Joni Ernst. Senator Ernst is a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee and the chairwoman of its Emerging Threats and Capabilities Subcommittee, a native of Red Oak, Iowa, and a graduate of Iowa State University. She was a member of the ROTC program there and served for 23 years in the military, initially in the Army Reserve and later in the Iowa Army National Guard. She retired in 2015 with the rank of Lieutenant Colonel. Now let me tell you, when I say tough, I mean it. In 2003, Senator Ernst deployed to Iraq and Kuwait, leading 150 Iowa Army National Guardsmen during operational Iraqi freedom. She is the first female combat veteran to serve in the United States Senate. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you've been reserving yourself for this moment. Please join me in a rousing welcome for our guest speaker, Iowa Senator Joni Ernst. Thank you, everyone. Oh, sit down, sit down. You know me better. Thanks a lot. It is really great to be here, Admiral Richardson. Thank you so much, Chief of Naval Operations. It's a pleasure working with you. Thank you so much. Let me start out by saying what an honor it is to be part of this very, very special occasion. And it is always great to be in the presence of so many Iowans. And I want to take a moment to recognize all of those from Sioux City and from across our beautiful state of Iowa who traveled out here today to celebrate the commissioning of this ship. If I could, if you are, are able or, or raise your hand or stand up, um, those that traveled from Iowa, and if we have any other native Iowans here, would you please stand? <laughs> God bless you all. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. I would also like to thank the Navy leadership in attendance, especially Secretary Modley, and thank you so much for your address um, today. It really does um, belie the, the strength and bond uh, between Iowa and the rest of the world, so thank you for that. And, of course, Chief of Naval Operations, Admiral Richardson. I've enjoyed working with both of you to strengthen our Navy's ability to project power on the seas and protect our wonderful homeland. And I look forward to continuing this work as we rebuild the American military. Nothing about the shipbuilding and commissioning process is easy. Since the time that Congress appropriated the funds for this project, more than 900 suppliers from 43 states, along with a dedicated team of electricians, of welders, and metal workers spent countless hours building, bending, fastening, and outfitting the ship you see here today. Needless to say, this is the culmination of an incredible amount of hard work. This hard work is a prime example of American ingenuity, and it illustrates what can happen when we come together for a common purpose. This ship is more than a mere collection of material and parts. 
It is more than the sum total of the man hours invested in its creation. This ship is the tangible result of talented people coming together with a shared vision. It is what can happen when teams of individuals pool their skills together to accomplish a mission. It is a wonderful example of how our diverse workforce from across this great nation can contribute to our national defense. Soon, this ship will be manned and operated by another group of talented individuals. The men and women that will bring this ship to life will come from communities all over the country, and they will bring with them their own unique skills and experiences. And just like those that built this ship, they will roll up their sleeves and get to work, and they will do so knowing that they are contributing to the security and defense of our great country. As a United States Senator from the great state of Iowa, I am proud and honored to be here today for this very special event. It speaks volumes that this ship will carry the name of USS Sioux City as it performs critical missions around the globe. I want, to thank ev- I want to thank everyone here that made this event possible and all of you for being here today. I want to thank, of course, the command team of the ship. Thank you very much. And to the men and the women of the USS Sioux City, you are now the children of Iowa. God bless you all so much. God bless all of you here in attendance. God bless, of course, the great city of Sioux City. God bless the men and women that wear our nation's uniform. And, of course, God bless these great United States of America. Thank you all so much for being here today. Thank you, Senator Earners. Honored to have you here today. Admiral Richardson, I would be honored if you place Sioux City in commission. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the Secretary of the Navy and for the President of the United States, I hereby place United States ship Sioux City in commission. May God bless and guide this warship and all who shall sail in her. Thank you, Admiral Richardson. Executive Officer, hoist the colors and the commissioning pennant. Aye, aye, sir. Sioux City, attend hut. Ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to the ship's mass as we hoist the colors and the commissioning pennant. Quartermaster, hoist the colors and the commissioning pennant. Aye, sir. Captain, the colors and the commission pennant are flying over USS Sioux City. Very well. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please be seated. I will now read my orders. From the Chief of Naval Personnel to Commander James Malone, United States Navy, subject Bupers Order Number 2227. When directed by reporting senior, assume duties as commanding officer, pre-commissioning unit, Sioux City, for duties in conjunction with fitting out upon commissioning of USS Sioux City, report for duty as commanding officer. Abra Richardson, Sioux City is in commission, I am in command. Executive officer, set the watch. Aye, aye, sir. Officer of the deck, set the first watch. Aye, sir. The officer of the deck is the commanding officer's direct representative, and while on watch, is responsible for the safe and smooth operation of the ship and her crew. The long glass is the traditional symbol of an officer of the deck authority and a ship of the line. We're honored to have Mr. Chris McGowan here today to assist in setting our first watch. He will pass our ship's long glass to the first officer of the deck, Lieutenant Junior Grade Michael Kluster from Cumming, Georgia. The petty officer of the watch is culinary specialist, first class Jonathan Rucker from Washington, D.C. The messenger of the watch is bosun mate seaman Nautica Lucinia from Birmingham, Alabama. And the bosun mate of the watch is bosun mate first class Michael Bailey from New York, New York. Set the watch on deck, section one. Sir, the watch is set. Very well. Watch it sit. Very well. We are delighted to have our sponsor, Mrs. Mary Winnefeld, here with us today. Mrs. Winnefeld christened the ship in Marinette, Wisconsin, on January 20th, 2016. Mary, I would be honored if you would join me at the podium and give the order to man our ship and bring her to life. Well, good morning. Isn't she lovely and sexy? <laughs> A special thank you to our nation and to our Navy for giving me this honor. I also want to give a special thank you to the officers and the crew and chief petty officers. Whether she will be in harm's way or on a humanitarian mission, I wish her Godspeed. And now... Officers and crew of the USS Sioux City, man our ship and bring her to life.
ladies and gentlemen, the crew of USS Sioux City salutes you. We are proud to serve in your great Navy. Ready to. Ladies and gentlemen, please be seated. Captain, USS Sioux City is manned and ready. Very well. Commodore Johnston, USS Sioux City is manned and ready, and I'm reporting for duty. Very well. Admiral Richardson, request permission to break your flag. Break my flag, Captain. Very well, sir. Executive Officer, break the flag of Admiral Chief of Naval Personnel. Chief of Operations. <laughs> aye, aye, sir. Quartermaster, break the flag of the Chief of Naval Operations. Aye, sir. Captain, the flag of the Chief of Naval Operations is flying over USS Sioux City. Very well. Ladies and gentlemen, Commander James R. Malone, Commanding Officer, United States Ship Sioux City. Sioux City, parade, rest. What a great day. A couple days ago, it's snowing, raining, uh, miserable type of weather. So thank you all for showing up today because it's a great day. The weather's perfect. Thank you. Distinguished platform participants, Admiral Richardson, Vice Admiral Carter, Rear Admiral Wilson, Rear Admiral Nagley, Senator Ernest, Honorable, Honorable Moore, thank you for filling in for Mayor Scott, Mayor Buckley, thank you all for attending today. Honored guests, there are too many of you to call you out by name. Thank you all for showing up and supporting the crew of USS Sioux City. Thank you to the Commissioning Committee and the host city of Annapolis for blowing us away with your amazing hospitality. For Admiral Thorpe, our counter is now zero. Sir, thank you for your team and all that you have done and your great job for the crew and the ship and the people visiting your city from Sioux City, Iowa. As we have traveled down this journey, your mentorship, your friendship, your insight and advice have all been invaluable. Thank you very much. Thank you to the namesake city, Sioux City for welcoming us with open arms, making us feel like we are part of your city each and every time we have visited. We are proud to sail in your name. Chris McGowan, brother, you've heard it before, but you make the Energizer Bunny look like you never got out of bed. <laughs> your energy, your drive, your ethics, your dedication, to our ship and our crew have been nothing short of the best in the world. You, we finally made our journey to Annapolis, Maryland. Thank you and your entire staff for everything you guys have done. Thank you very much, Chris. To our amazing sponsor, Mary. It was an honor to host you and Marinette during the mass stepping ceremony and here this week on board our ship. Your spirit is definitely in this ship and we will, we will continue to work hard to make you proud. Thank you very much. But most of all, I want to thank our military families. Our military families make countless sacrifices every day supporting our military from afar.
my wife Susan, my daughter Abigail making the trip, my daughter Jessica, and my son Michael not able to be here today. Thank you for making this trip. My wife Susan, sorry I lost my place. <laughs> Susan, thank you for raising three amazing children that have turned into even finer adults. Thank you very much. I love you for everything that you've done. Your, your support, your advice, your counsel has in so many times checked my rudder, made it come to midships, and keep me on track. Thank you. For all the military families around the world who sacrifice every day being separated for months at a time, thank you all. I hear there's a football game today, but I will tell you, the MVPs are on board our ship. Look up aboard our ship and you will see them, the men and women we often refer to as the crew. I'm here to tell you they're more than just the crew, they are a family. They are the MVPs of our ship. They make the impossible happen with the right attitude, the right spirit, and the right touch. During our many visits to the namesake city, we often hear stories of the American hero General Judge George Bud Day. Even though these MVPs have never met General Day, I believe they foster the same values of duty, honor, and country in carrying out their everyday lives. The faces of these sailors running to man this ship are the faces that I have seen day after day working hard to bring our ship to life. They have taken the motto of forging a new frontier by setting higher standards, passing inspections with the highest scores, and making Sioux City the best LCS to date. These MVPs were the first LCS crew to form on the East Coast. They took part in writing the first instructions of LCS RON-2. They helped set the building blocks to what has now grown into a fleet of five warships, a staff of over 200, 400 plus sailors in the training pipeline, 12 crews and more ships and people are coming soon. These MVPs have been on board standing watch troubleshooting equipment and training our fellow sailors in each and every one of those five ships. They build teams, they build programs, and they live and work under the same guiding principles of General Day, duty, honor, and country. There's no better Navy crew in the fleet that works as a team and as a family as these men and women. I will tell you this ship has two benches. Under the blue gold concept, Admiral Richardson, Admiral Wilson, Commodore Johnson, both of these benches are in the game and they are performing like superstars. Without the gold crew support, the task of moving aboard the ship and sailing away from Marinette would have been a challenge very difficult to overcome without both benches. Kevin, thank you, all your sailors. We are truly one team, one fight, one ship. Thank you. Our ship is the first to carry our name, Sioux City, a community enriched with military service, American pride, and family values, a community that has embraced this ship and her crew as one of their own. As did Lewis and Clark, our ship affords new frontiers, 
We started by being the first crew to certify 100% cyber communications prior to sailing away from Marinette, Wisconsin. We're the first ship to sail from Marinette to Detroit without our maneuvering consultant as the ships before us and the ship after us. By being the first of our diesel, being, by being the first to have our diesel and gas turbine engines receive the proper level of clearance, operating at 100% capacity, the first to sail through the Great Lakes without an engineering casualty. Lockheed Martin, Finkateri, thank you guys for a great, amazing ship. The MVP standing before you all made this happen, and we pledge to keep forging new frontiers and keep representing Siouxland around the world well into the future. Thank you all for supporting USS Sioux City and her crew. God bless America, and God bless each and every one of you. Thank you. Ship's Company, Utten Hut. Will the guests please rise? Chaplain Alexander will now lead us in the benediction. I again invite you to join me in prayer. Let us pray. Our Lord and God, we call upon your name again to send us forth with your divine blessing. And not only us, but the officers and crew of USS Sioux City. For her commanding officer, crown his head with wisdom infuse his frame with vigor, and point his heart always to the constellation that points to you. May her sponsor's example of service to others, resiliency, courage, and grace in adversity and trial always be her beacon. May her namesake city likewise always be a link to the places in our nation where all sailors hail and following our time of service, the places where all sailors return. As we depart this place and as Sioux City begins life as a ship of the line, remind us that we are never absent from your presence. Bless us and keep us. Make your face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. Lift your countenance upon us and grant us your peace, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Chaplain Alexander. Ladies and gentlemen, please be seated and remain seated for the departure of our official party. This has been an update from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Twitter at ionanapolis. And be sure to subscribe to our daily news brief podcast, which is delivered every Monday through Friday to your phone or device at 7 a.m.